and you're listening to A Poor Girl's Guide to a Rich Life with your host, Alicia Ward. Wow. Welcome to episode number 99 of my podcast. It feels surreal. Um, We're ending season number two and we're moving on to season number three. No break in between. I took a big enough break in 2020 and we're not doing that in 2021. 21 or 2021 is your year. It's my year. It doesn't mean I'm saying that it's going to be the best year of your life, but it's still your year and it is time to really make something of it. It's your year for your business. It's your year for your family. It's your year for your passion passion project. It's your year for whatever it is you feel called to do. And I'm so excited to be ending this season with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for always supporting me and showing up and sharing and reviewing and messaging me. It means so much. I'm actually blown away that I have made it to a hundred episodes. I'm literally getting emotional right now. And that's totally cool with this podcast because I started it knowing like not what I was doing and you know it's it's what I've been doing since I started as an as an entrepreneur you know I was a corporate full-time employee and that's all I knew out of high school I had no idea what I wanted to do in this life. I had no direction for where I wanted to go. I had no one kind of leading me and showing me a way. Um, I was really just lost in high school. I moved out at 16. I didn't know what I was doing. I was into partying and um, you know, drugs and I still went to school and I worked jobs, two jobs. And I just, I just did what I had to do to get by. And I've experienced so much. And when I graduated, I knew that going to college was not for me. I, I felt so against going without being fully sure on what I wanted to do. And I just didn't have that clarity for myself. I didn't, um, excel in school. I, can suck at school and I I don't do good at like studying things and I'm not totally into and needing to learn. Right. Um, so I waitressed, I did that whole thing. And then I got a job in the oil field and it felt like home for a while because I made decent money and I was on salary and I got to have a lot of fun, you know, with the corporate card. And so life got pretty easy for a while with that. But, um, you know, when I hit the point Um, when I kind of realized that that wasn't very stable, necessarily relying on one job for the rest of your life when you're an employee is like so dumb because anything can happen. Companies get bought, companies go bankrupt, uh, bankrupt the economy struggles, which means that you can lose your job. There's just so many factors involved in what could potentially happen. And when I started to realize that when I got laid off, when the economy did take a downturn and I was really struggling to make it by, like pay my bills, um, I realized that that isn't what I was here to do, that I was still in a position where I was struggling for money. I grew up with um, a mother who was single, kind of doing it on her own from when I was 12 on. And I really, really watched her struggle for money all the time. And so I knew that's not what I wanted for myself. So when I did land a job that paid me a decent salary and gave me benefits, I felt like I solved that problem for myself that as long as I kept that job until I retired, I would be totally fine. But that was like a pipe dream. I was like a young, naive girl who didn't understand the way that things worked in the real world. And 
Um, so when I lost my job, I realized very quickly that, you know, that was a lucky break that I had to get that job that I had to bust my ass, work all my hours to just make ends meet. And then I was in that place that I was afraid of being in, in the first place. So <clears throat> I knew that something had to change. I just had no direction or any idea of what that was for myself because I knew nothing about, um, I knew, I just didn't know. I was just so young and just out on the, on my own and just really trying to figure things out. So when I came into the world of entrepreneurship and the online space, the influencer space, even dipping into personal development and the podcast space, like I didn't even know what a podcast was. So in 2016, when I started um, down this path, you know, I had an Instagram with 5,000 followers and I had built that up through sharing my, my adventure photos. I had a GoPro. Um, I would go, sometimes I would just go to Jasper, which was a two hour drive from where I lived, the Rocky Mountains, so beautiful. I would just grab my dog and I would go to Jasper just with Rupert just to get some photos. You know, we'd load up my paddleboard, which was so hard to get onto the top of my vehicle and I had to be all weird and like <laughs> prop it up on my head and like get it up on my hand and lift it on my vehicle. But I did it anyways. And I would go paddleboarding in the mountains and it'd be beautiful. And so I'd take some GoPro shots and like totally guilty. I would do these trips all by myself just for some photos. Literally, that's it. Because I became so passionate about building this following on Instagram with no idea why or what I was going to do with it. But I just liked doing it. So I just did. I just did it because it felt good and I felt this push to do it. So and I would go snowboarding, take snowboarding GoPro photos, and I would just always have this selfie stick. And I, I still do often, but I just, just not as much, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and I learned to edit. And so I just, I just would go adventure. I would take a billion photos. I would go through them all. I would pick out the best ones. I would edit them, and I got better and better and better. And if you go back through, you know, my Instagram and old photos, you, you can really see the, the transition. So I began to build this following, and it was, you know, I was loving it. And so, yeah, I got my account to 5,000 people. And that's when, when I did fall into this digital marketing space, this influencer space, I was so grateful for, for that, for the experience I had already on Instagram, because I had taken the time to learn how it works. I'd taken it at my time to build a following that I knew how to edit photos that even just working the Instagram app on its own, because it was all still pretty new way back then, um, gave me, you know, kind of a level up. So there really wasn't such a huge amount of, of Instagram influencers and things um, back then, but it was definitely growing. And then when I started my business, I had an initial audience that was outside of my friends and family, like on my Facebook to start talking to you about this new opportunity that I had found. And it really did help me. Now, it doesn't mean you have to have 5,000 followers. Nowadays, like if you have a thousand people or even 500 people, I want you to imagine like if 500 people showed up at your house and you were sharing something with them, like that's a lot of people, right? So even having 500 followers, 300 followers, it's still a lot of people. Fuck, even 160, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, but I had this audience. And so then I got to start sharing this business that I had no, again, no clue what I was doing with. I started sharing it with them. And, um, and it just, you know, day by day, I took it day by day, step by step. I kept showing up. Um, I kept showing up even when I wanted to quit. 
I didn't, I stopped caring about what other people were talking, you know, saying behind my back or the people who were unfollowing me. And just, I just kept pushing forward. And there was such a long span of time where people in my life were like asking me like, so what is it that you do? And still sometimes to this day, it's like really hard to explain to people what I actually do, like what my actual job is, right? Like before I was an administrative assistant, people are like dental assistants or they're, you know, doctors or they, whatever. They're a realtor, but I'm like, I'm a, you know, we do this online marketing and, you know, I'm doing this and this and just people would not understand. And so I never knew how to explain my job. And So today I was thinking back and I was like, yeah, my, my job, my J O B is my Instagram. I'm so grateful for this because (laughs) my job is my Instagram. My job is being myself and sharing that with you through my Instagram, through my stories. It's about writing intentional, meaningful content that is close to my heart and sharing it with you because I know that you can relate to me and to places I've been or places that I want to go or things that I'm going through. You can relate to that. So that's my job. It's to share it with you. My job is to get on this podcast and show up for you every single week. And I don't have to worry about the fact that there's no specific dollar amount attached to any of this. I just need to know that if I do my job and I do it well and I do it authentically and I do it in my, you know, if I do it my fucking best, like we should all be doing any job that we ever have, then the money will come. Then everything that I need will come to me. I just have to be showing up and and it's a fucking wild ride and a, and it's kind of a mind fuck. Sorry, this episode's probably gonna have a lot of swears in it, but it's kind of mind fucks with your mind when, when you think about that, because it can feel very scary when there's no specific amount of money coming in from no specific thing. Yes, I have multiple income streams, but they're all so different and, and it doesn't matter. Um, they all work together like symbiotically. So if I'm focusing too much on just one thing, like it probably won't bring the results as it would if I focus on all these, these pieces of the puzzle together, doing the podcast, showing up for that, you know, showing up for you every single week, showing up on my Instagram story, giving you value, sharing resources and tools that I am leveraging in my own life, my own business with you, because that helps you getting vulnerable, being real, not being somebody that I'm not and being fucking authentic, leading by example. That is my job is leading and inspiring you by example, but just by doing it myself, walking my own talk, (laughs) you know, I have to practice what I preach to you. And if I'm not living that, then what I'm preaching to you is not authentic. And Hey, I have off days and there has been times where I've had to do a podcast because I felt like I had to, and I really wasn't in a good uh, state of mind and I did it anyways, but I always just try and bring the realness with where I'm at into that. You know, there's podcast episodes where I've, I've cried and, and you know, there's ones where I've been super angry and passionate and you've just gotten all of the real me and that's my job and how 
incredible is that, that that is my job. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily feel as secure, but I know that it works because I've been doing this for four years. I know that it works. I know I can rely on it. And, and I think that the, the biggest struggle sometimes is just remembering that and remembering that my responsibility to myself and to you and to my platforms is to be authentic and be the real me and share that with you. And if I don't want to share that with you and I don't want to be authentic, then I should probably find a normal employee job you know, where somebody pays me just for showing up and, you know, it's not performance based necessarily because this, this, this brand that I'm building and what I'm building kind of does rely on it. And it's forever changing. Like my business grows and changes very rapidly. Um, if I reflect on things and I'm just so grateful that my job is my Instagram um, my and my business Facebook and this podcast, and it's talking to you and and it's just kind of facing my fears and doing the shit that makes me uncomfortable. That's my job. And so what I wanted to lead into with this topic was because something that was hard in 2020 for me was when I really started speaking my truth for a while when when the first lockdown came and stuff, and I was speaking about controversial things and uh, it's one specific um, post I did on Facebook that took off and like went so viral and it had to do with, you know, vaccines and just, um, yeah. And so just the comments in it and the back and forth, it was insane how much attention that got. Um, and I started speaking my truth about a lot of things that would be potentially, you know, co controversial kind of like very, people get very opinionated and, and you know, about their views around it. And so when I started to do that, I was really fueled by it. I was passionate about it. I was consumed by it and it was good and it was bad. I, and I lost a lot of followers, um, in that time, like some couple hundred, few hundred, I don't know the exact number. And initially it was like, I was like, Oh, like that sucks. But then I also realized that, you know, we have to make space and we have to clear out. And if I'm going to show up and I'm going to try and be a people pleaser on my platforms, then I'm going to stay stagnant and I'm not going to get the growth that I want. I want massive growth. Like I want to 10 X this podcast in 2021. Absolutely. I just did, um, for the hundredth episode, I have like the most epic milestone of a podcast episode coming to you for me personally, because this person has influenced me so much. And the day I started my podcast, um, you know, I said to Garrett, wow, like, wow, maybe one day I can interview this person. And, and it felt so far from my reach and I just did it. And you're getting that episode for the first episode of season three, which is absolutely incredible. Um, and so in order to do that, I kind of just lost my train of thought, but in order to get there and do that, I had to just keep showing up and being myself. And this podcast has been a ride on its own. It's gone up and down and listeners. I know there's people who listened to it before that probably don't now. And what I was leaning into is that with my Instagram, when I realized that, you know, certain followers need to go so you can find your people and then hit that exponential growth. Because if you're just trying to please everybody at a certain level, you're not going to get any growth you're just going to kind of stay stagnant, right? So initially you might have to lose some first. So 
if that hurts you, that means that your ego is attached to the number of followers and the number of listens that you're getting or the number of views on your story. And that's something outside yourself. And so that is strictly ego. You should have zero attachment to the number of people who follow if somebody unfollows you. And then I was thinking today and I had this realization, which is so exciting going into 2021 because I'm really feeling it right now. I'm really feeling I'm just on this the brink. I'm at this tipping point where I know I'm just about, everything's really about to 10X. I can feel it. I can feel it. I don't know what day it's going to happen or if it's going to be this month or March or freaking June, but I know it's about to happen. But I know in order to get there, I have to step up and step into my full expression of myself. I need to be fully authentic. And um, I typically am, but for a majority of 2020, I've been reserved or I wasn't putting podcasts out or I was focusing too much on the wrong stuff or I was focusing too much on not losing followers. And then what can I do to gain followers? And it was the wrong way. I was like forcing it to try and grow my account. And I was, I was growing my account and it was great, but it wasn't sustainable because I was putting out content that I knew everybody would like and more instead of just really being myself. And every time I do put out the kind of content that I really love, sometimes, not every time, but sometimes, yeah, I lose followers because um, I'm kind of funny. And some people probably wouldn't agree with me, but the real me and the authentic me, I'm a silly girl and I crack silly jokes or raunchy jokes. I get passionate about certain things. I like to poke fun at, you know, certain topics that people get heated about, but I don't really feel that heated inside about them. And I don't do it to be, you know, rude or disrespectful or, you know, the best comment is that I'm disrespecting my platform and I'm being irresponsible. That is never what I'm doing because sometimes people just take me way too seriously and that's on them. And this is what I'm realizing right now. And it makes me really happy is that that's on them. I can't take myself too seriously. And I started taking myself really seriously and growing my following and I got it up and up and up. And then you know what happened? I posted a reel that was joking about something to do with, um, you know, Corona and stuff like that. And then I lost all the followers that I had worked so hard to gain. I lost them all. Boom. Like that. And then I was like, okay, you know what? Now I'm realizing that this isn't a game to gain followers. Like I'm not trying to win followers. I'm not on Instagram or this podcast to win people's likes. I'm on there to find my people. And I need to find my people by being myself. And the other part of that is being inauthentic is fucking exhausting. I got burnt out. I was so exhausted after I worked so hard and then lost them all just like that, just with the wrong piece of content. And I was like, fuck this. This is not fun. This isn't what it's about. So moving from there into the point of this episode is that my platforms, they're my job. My podcast, my Instagram, they're my job. And that's what my job is. And I know my job description better than anybody else. And so if you come to my place of work and you don't like it, or you find it's boring, like obviously it's my job. You know, if I came to your place of work and sat with you for the day, do you think I would like love everything that was going on? Or do you think I would just be, you know, do you think I would find it boring? Probably. There's certain people 
who listen to this content, who are doing it for a specific reason. It's to either be entertained or to be inspired or because, you know, they built a relationship with me as they follow me through the years, or it's that, you know, they want to start a podcast one day or, or they relate to me or they love my dogs or something. So what I'm getting at is there's a lot of people who will come to, you know, my place of work and be like, ah, I don't like this and I don't like you. Like I'm, I'm leaving. It's like, okay, leave. You don't have to stay. This is my place of work. Or if you're getting into the, the digital marketing space and you're, you're scared about what other people are going to think about you or about your family and your friends seeing you, it's just a, something that you have to go through when you get started in that. You have to go through some of those people unfollowing you and it's okay Do you really want your mom or your sister or, you know, someone at your place of work if they don't like or understand what you're doing? No, you don't. It sucks for them. So you don't need them there. If you decide to turn your social media into your job in any shape, way, or form or side hustle, then you have to remember that you're not serving them anymore because they're not, they're not, you know, the eyes that you want on your value and your content on your offers. You want your ideal clients. They're people just like you. I want girls that are just like me to come into my space because that's the people I want to be working with. I have lots of family who follows me and supports my content, but for sure when they see certain stories of mine, when I'm promoting or talking about business or inviting people to come watch a live training, I I don't blame them if they're skipping right through that. I would never expect them to watch everything, you know, and they don't even need to engage with it. And that's, that's what we have to accept. And that's what I am accepting right now. It's like, fuck, yeah, you know what? My Instagram and my podcast and these platforms that I've built, they're my places of work. And so that's just what I do is I show up authentically like myself. So when there has been feedback from people that I am irresponsible on my platform, for example, it's like, but you don't know my job and you don't know how to show up like me. And it would be inauthentic for me not to show my true self and speak my truth. That would be inauthentic. And so honestly, it's challenging. It is challenging to stay um, authentic, like consistently without having, um, moments where you question yourself or you like start comparing yourself and you can lose touch with your authenticity quite easily, especially with so much influence that's around us all the time. And it's just something that we have to go through and we have to work through. And then we have ahas, like I'm literally having today about, ah, oh, yeah, if I'm not just going to show up, like I need to and not care about the people who leave and focus on the people who are there, you know, who cares about the people who left or who aren't there. I need to focus on the people who are there. Then I'm never going to grow and I'm never going to be able to scale. That's it. I can't be like anybody else. There's only one me in this world. No one can do me like me. But you know what? There's another Susie Joe who does Susie Joe's influencing. And maybe I like it, but I can't be like her because the world doesn't need another Susie Joe. I don't know why I always come up with so like such like lame. (laughs) Sorry if there's any Susie Joe's listening. Such lame like old school names. But I hope I kind of got my point across because I need to really reconnect 
to what I'm on a mission to do. And that is really to help other people. And it's not to people please with perfect content that everybody is going to like, like that is asking way too much of myself. Yes, I can do it. And I am totally capable of putting out content every single day that's well thought out and that people will like everybody. Um, but it's not a sustainable way to start to grow the way that I need to grow. Um, and the way that you need to grow if you are looking to is to do your job, which is show up as yourself, be authentic, not care if people leave, welcome the people who stay and, and focus on them you know, and that is the way that it goes. Social media is a beast. It's a beast. And we attach feelings to it that we really should not. And I've been battling that beast for years and years and years. Oh my God. Quick backstory. And then we'll end this freaking 99th episode. What a whirlwind this episode has been. I cried. I've been happy. I've been passionate. I've been a little like, you know, fired up, but that's what this podcast is about. But, um, I dated a guy when I was initially building my podcast business or sorry, my Instagram following and stuff. And this person would literally use Instagram against me. Like if we were in a tiff, wouldn't like my photos, wouldn't comment it. If we we're good, he comment on them. Sometimes they don't follow me. It was just madness. And I would look and use Instagram as like a tool to gauge. And I'm like, Oh, did he like my photo? Oh my God. It was so insane when I think about it now, just madness. So I literally had attached like my self-worth to this person liking and commenting on my photos basically. And, you know, I was young and naive and dumb and I'm not that person anymore, but it's just an example of how much we can attach emotion to social media. And that's just crazy. How disconnected from your true self are you if you are so absorbed in your social media, if you can't put a story on without getting off it and then second guessing and wondering what somebody out there might not like about it and then deleting it. Like how insane is that? We always go to think about the people who won't like it instead of focusing on the people who need to hear it and who will love it. You have a purpose here and it's probably more than what you're doing right now, you are so capable of so, so much. And in order to kind of break the barrier that we need to, to really, you know, step into our, our fullest expression of ourselves and see what we're doing really take off. We need to step into our most authentic selves and we need to be consistent in that. Um, so people know that they can rely on you to always lead the way for them. Because like I said, showing up authentically, speaking your truth, it's really hard. And we need examples of how to do it from other people. So if you're one of those people who can do that for others, then it's your responsibility to do it and just do it. You know, and my promise to you for this year and moving forward is to not to not stop speaking my truth and showing up as my authentic self. Um, I'm going to be so consistent for you and I am going to help you through whatever you need help through, uh, this year and beyond stick with me. I know you do. I appreciate you. Ugh, I'm getting emotional again because you, you're just, just, it's a surreal feeling to start something like a podcast or even when I do my stories and stuff on Instagram and have so many of you reach out and support and it just, 
it's a surreal feeling to think back from when I just got started knowing nothing about what I was doing, fast forward to now, and you know, who the fuck knows what will happen in the next year, but so much can next year, two years, three years. And I know so many of you are going to be along with me for the entire ride, just like I've been with our guest that's coming up on the next episode, on the 100th episode of A Poor Girl's Guide to a Rich Life. I can't fucking wait. Love you so much. Thanks for listening to another episode of my podcast. I'm so grateful to have you here supporting me, helping me get this podcast out to more and more people. Your support means so, so much. I hope you find value in this. If you do find value in my podcast, all I ask is that you leave me a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. I will be forever grateful. Share this with a friend. Share this on your story. Tag me. I love connecting with you. I love seeing the episodes that relate to you the most so I can keep bringing more of that value. I will chat to you on the next episode.